Christmas again. It's good to be with you. Uh, one of the, the best gifts I've received this year so far is this opportunity, and I'm so grateful, Greg. Thank you for allowing me to share in our morning services. I have a question for you, especially the kids. Have you ever had the experience of receiving a gift uh, that didn't last very long? A gift that didn't live up to the expectation? If you haven't, you're going to. I hope it's not tomorrow. But we all have this experience because this is part of life. There are always gifts that come to us that don't live up to the promise. There are always gifts that come to us that don't live up to the expectation. And so this morning, we're going to call those one-dimensional gifts. Very simple, don't last long. And kids, I have, an, I have a gift for you on Christmas Eve. And the beautiful part of the family service is that you can get up and you can walk around and you can make noises. And even if the people around you are grumpy, all you have to say is, it's a family service. But kids, I have a gift for you that I think is bigger than a one-dimensional gift. And so if, but, but, but we only have a few of them, so you have to be third grade and under to get this gift. And I'm going to invite you to come forward. Pastor Chuck and Pastor Perry are going to give you a gift. And you can come forward and grab the gift from them. Come forward, kids. And what you're receiving, because nothing says Christmas like marine animals, um, you are getting a little marine animal, and you know this toy. Many of you know this toy. You're gonna to take it home, and tonight before you go to bed, or sometime when you want to, maybe not tonight, you're gonna to put it in a cup of water, right? And then it's literally going to grow. When you wake up, it's going to be double, triple, maybe four times the size. The longer you keep it in the water, this gift is going to grow. This gift is gonna grow. So I want you to grab one, go back to your seat, I want you to hold on to it, and I want you to be thinking about why I would give you this gift on Christmas Eve. I think we have plenty, so after the service, 50 to 57 years old, you can come get one too. <laughs> See, this time of year, there is a tendency. There's a tendency to give and receive one-dimensional gifts. But also, many people experience Christmas and the Christmas story in a very one-dimensional way. In a way that basically has Jesus coming and arriving as a baby and staying in that manger. And this is the annual rhythm where we sing these songs. This is the annual rhythm for some of you who find yourselves at church and we're so glad that you're here. But the reality is that the story of Jesus and the story that we celebrate is very much like this gift I gave the kids. Right, when we, when we only know part of the story, it's just a toy that on, on an outset just looks very small. It, it, it looks good from a distance. But just like this toy, the deeper we go into understanding Jesus, this gift grows. And that this baby that we are celebrating and this baby that we're anticipating and this baby that we're remembering this baby doesn't stay a baby forever. This baby will grow. And this baby will grow up. But for so many of us, we keep Jesus really small in a very one-dimensional way. And my encouragement to us this morning is to consider, is to consider growing our understanding of Jesus. And if you have a one-dimensional view of Jesus and you love coming 
and singing these songs and coming and having this rhythm of celebrating and remembering a baby Jesus. The story of Christmas is bigger. Kids, Jesus is a gift that keeps growing. Jesus has so many dimensions, and the text that was read to us by Lisa and and Milagros really, really tells this amazing story of the different dimensions of Jesus. We glimpse Jesus through the words of the prophet Isaiah. Now, at the time this text was written, we have to remember that Israel, the people that it was written to, were in a terrible situation. They had been overcome. They had been ruled, they're being ruled by a foreign power. Their status and history has been compromised. They were living in hopeless and dark, dark days. The days were so dark that people didn't even want their children to have children. They didn't want to subject children to the world that they were living in. But in chapter 40, and what was read to us this morning, the story turns. And love enters the story. The love of God for his people, even in the midst of their unfaithfulness, even in the midst of their despair, the love of God screams over the darkness and the despair. In the very first verses of chapter 40, we hear these words, comfort, comfort. The hard days will end. This terrible situation you're living in will be forgiven. There is a new reality coming. You will be redeemed. Comfort, the action taken of relieving the pain of another. In Lamentations, it captures the longing to be comforted by the people who are in exile, and they're crying out to God, and they are finding no comfort. And yet, when Isaiah speaks the words of God in Isaiah 40, the comfort that they have been longing for comes. Comfort is here, proclaims Isaiah. Comfort is such a central theme of Advent, a central theme of Christmas, a central theme of this season that last week, many of you were here for Handel's Messiah and you know that the whole piece begins with quoting Isaiah 40. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people and your God, written in 1742. Because when we love someone, and we see them in pain, when we love someone and we see them in despair, when we see someone who needs to be comforted, because we love them, we move towards them. And what we see God doing in Isaiah and what we see God doing by providing this baby to be born is God moving towards his people who are in pain. It is God moving towards his people who need to be forgiven. It is God moving towards his people to comfort you and me because he loves us. Even when we move away from God, God moves towards us and provides Jesus as an opportunity, as a relationship of comfort. The people of Israel were hurt. They were in pain. They were oppressed. They were hopeless. And because God loved them, he would comfort them. God moves towards his people in love and comfort with a promise of the one who will come to rescue his people. And you and I have come to this space today, whether you know it or you don't know it, because that gift of comfort, that gift of love in Jesus Christ has come. And this is what Christmas is all about. 
Jesus came to comfort and to rescue his people, to rescue me, to rescue you, because we, just like Israel, are in need of redemption from our situation, from our circumstance, from our sin. We are in need of redemption from our self-driven lives. We are in need of redemption for our repetitive attempts to control this world and everything. We are in need of redemption because of our endless forgetful minds about who God is. And we need redemption because you and I reduce Jesus to a one-dimensional small baby without seeing the magnitude that Jesus came as a baby and he was a revolutionary who started a revolution and changed the world. In our reduction of making Jesus into a one-dimensional baby born in a manger, we need to be rescued from this thinking. Isaiah helps us. Isaiah helps us, and he communicates so many aspects of the Messiah, so many aspects of Jesus. Let's just look at one of them briefly. Two verses from Isaiah 40, 10 and 11, where Isaiah puts these two images in front of us, this dual dimension of the Messiah, that in one aspect we have a mighty king, and this other aspect that we have a tender shepherd. Now these things, especially in the ancient world, they don't go together. You don't have a tender shepherd and a mighty king embodied in one person. Mighty king, it says in verse 10, the sovereign Lord comes with power, he rules with a mighty arm. This tender shepherd in verse 11, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads. These two things do not go together But the Messiah is more than anything anybody could and anyone can imagine. There are so many dimensions to Jesus. Gentleness, powerfulness, tenderness, and strength. The gift of Jesus is both. His dual dimension meets the brokenness of this world and the brokenness and pain in our lives for he is both good, loving, and tender, He meets us in our most intimate spaces, those times where we need the gentleness and the warmth and the connection to Jesus because life is hard and we run stray, that we can experience Jesus as our tender shepherd, and yet he's not just a shepherd. He's a mighty king, a mighty king who brings and gives strength to his people. This is Jesus. This baby who is born into a manger will grow and grow up as the gentle shepherd who walks with his people in love and tenderness. This baby born in a manger will grow and grow up as the mighty king who will reign in power. This is Jesus, comfort becoming incarnate. Comfort showing up in the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who was born as a baby but will grow. So this morning, do you have a one-dimensional view of Jesus? I find so many people, so many people who grow up in church, who grow up in youth group, who, who grow up and, and, they, and, and, and they reflect back and they're, not, they're just not into this Christianity thing. And at the end of the day, so many times in those conversations, when you dig and you have good conversation, you realize that they only have known Jesus in a one-dimensional way. There is so much more to Jesus. If you have a one-dimensional view of Jesus, if you are someone who says, I used to have faith, look again. Pray again. Seek again. There is lots to explore. I invite you into this journey. 
And I invite you into our church for that journey. There is more to Jesus. There is always more to Jesus. Do you need to be reminded this morning that Jesus is bigger than you make him? What's going on in your life? Do you need the gentle, tender touch of the Messiah in your life? The hurt, the pain, the reality that it feels like everybody's going to have a great Christmas Eve and Christmas Day but me. Or 2017 has been the worst year of my life. And the tender, loving, gentle shepherd wants to walk with you. Do you need a mighty king? Do you need some victory? Do you need some provision? Do you need some healing? He's not just a gentle shepherd. He has another dimension of power and might available to you and to me. I met Jesus at an incredibly tough time in my life. A time when everything was falling apart around me. A time where the structures and the relationships in my life should have been there, but they were falling apart. I needed comfort. And, 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 and during that time, Jesus moved toward me. He came toward me and provided comfort to me. And I've been walking with Jesus every year since, and, and I gotta tell you, there's been nothing redundant about any season with Jesus. I think of my relationship with God and Jesus like a roller coaster. There have been years it's been amazing and it feels good and it makes sense and there have been years and moments where it feels really different. But I will tell you this, no matter the season, no matter the feelings and the emotions of the season, I can give witness and testimony that Jesus becomes bigger and bigger to me every year. And that Jesus... Jesus doesn't just stay a baby. Jesus doesn't just stay the Jesus who you met that first moment. That he grows, and he grows in your heart, and he grows in your life, and he grows in your life, and as he grows, we grow. So may this be true for you this Christmas. May the love of God and his gift of Jesus both be tender and mighty in your life. May you come to experience the power of Jesus in your life and in this world, and may you come to know that this baby grows, and this baby has grown up and moved toward you because he loves you so deeply. May this gift of Jesus this Christmas grow in your mind, grow in your heart, grow in your life. Merry Christmas. Join me in prayer. Father, thank you for moving towards us. Thank you for loving us so much that you would want to comfort us, your people, especially in our times of difficulty and darkness. Thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ. Help our understanding of Jesus even today grow and be bigger than we could have ever imagined. Amen.